Hey y'all, welcome to Sit Down Be Humble. My name is Hannah Humble and I'm the host of this podcast and I am so, so, so pumped to be filming this. I feel like I haven't been, you know, on the grind lately because I haven't. It's just been really busy. I'll talk about the break in a few minutes, but... Um, If you're new here, welcome. I am so, so honored that you've decided to come and, you know, spend some of your time listening to me and my chaotic voice and my chaotic life and just, you know, listening to what I have to say. But if you're not new, welcome back. You already know how I love you. You already know that you guys are so awesome and legends and I'm just super, super pumped to be talking in 2024, y'all. I cannot believe it's already 2024. I mean, I kind of can because... 2023 was kind of long, but like it was a good year. You know, it was just like, you know, we'll talk more about that later. But um, we're going to call this like season two. I feel like this is like a good place to maybe start a season two because I can't believe I've had this podcast for six months. That's just kind of crazy. And a little bit of it, it feels a little bit longer than six months, but I'm like, I've already learned so much in the past six months of just even starting this that I just, I don't know, I'm not a pro or anything, but we're still learning. It's been kind of crazy. I'm super, super pumped to be talking about this. I was asking God, I'm like, what in the world should I be talking about? Like, this is a new season, a new episode, a new year. And I'm like, more people could be joining in, never hearing my voice before. More people could be listening and be like, I'm in a totally different era of my life right now. And I just need something that's going to really resonate with me. And I'm like, what can speak life in other people? And I'm like, obviously speaking life. It's not really talked about as much, but there is so much power in speaking life over yourself, speaking life over the people around you, speaking life over your family, over your situations. There is so much power and I can't stress that enough. So we're going to talk about that. But before we do, I just want to, you know, introduce myself for those who don't know me or don't really know anything about me or what I do. Okay, so before I start talking about myself and, you know, all that stuff, um, I just want to say my computer is, like, dying so fast, and it's at 23%, and five minutes ago, it was at, like, 35%, so I'm getting kind of scared, not because it's going to die, but because my computer has been so weird lately. Like, for the past few months, it's been lagging, and I know that I I need a new computer. I got this computer, and it's been really good, okay? It's a MacBook Air. I got it my freshman year of high school, so it's been a while. Maybe, yeah, it was, like, right before COVID hit, which is kind of crazy. Um, but I was like, I'm not going to need a new computer, but I really think I do, but I'm getting really scared because I don't have money to buy it. But moving on, if it dies, it dies and whatever, we're just going to move on from the fact. But, um, to talk more about myself, um, my name is Hannah. I'm a broadcasting student at WKU. And if you don't know where WKU is, it's in Bowling Green, Kentucky. That's where I live. That's where I have grown up, you know, most of my life. Technically I was born in Nashville, but like, Let's face it, I live in Bowling Green. Bowling Green's the, the home. Um, but I do love Nashville. That is a dream of mine to move afterwards. So I love a lot. Of, I mean, I've okay, I kind of joined broadcasting a little blindly, but like I love it so, so, so much. And that's going to make sense if you hear more of my episodes about what I actually do in that. Um, but I just love it. Western is not where I expected to be, but it's the place where I'm supposed to be. And um, I'm just so grateful for that. I am a talker. Obviously, I have a podcast where I talk all the time. Um, if you meet me in person, I just love talking, which is another thing. I always mention this, but um, if I don't know you, I would love to get to know you, and if you want to meet up for lunch or coffee, let me know, because I'm all about that. Food is actually, like, my favorite thing ever, and I, you know, I wanted to go do that, but I love talking. I love writing, Um, but the most important thing about me is I love Jesus. Like, I am such a Jesus freak, and I used to be so embarrassed to tell people that, especially in, like, middle school and high school, like, younger years of high school, I would be like, this is so embarrassing, because if I'm not going to get invited to stuff, like, 
why, why would I be doing this? You know, like, this is not very fun. Um, but you know, that's just the thing. That's just how it is. Jesus is so cool and he loves you. And I just want to share the love that Jesus has for other people. Um, you know, like that, but I also don't want to bombard you and be like, you're, you're awful person if you're doing that, because that's also not what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I just want to show love and your life is your life. I'm not here to judge. I'm not one to judge people on what they're doing because I also sin. And it's a really, really easy thing to do because no one's perfect. And I'm kind of going on a rant, but there's a lot more about myself. I'm just, I don't even know. I love to travel. I love to talk. I love to write. I don't know if I said that. I love writing. Um, my minor is journalism, which is kind of surprising for a lot of people. Whenever I tell a lot of people my minor, which I guess it doesn't really super matter. Um, everyone's like, what? Journalism? I'm like, yeah, it's kind of very unexpected, but I do love writing. Um, and I, I don't know, I just enjoy so much stuff, but moving on to other things. Okay, so I literally had just thought about this, and it's been so, like, I guess a little bit of time since I've thought about this, but, like, I used to be the person to ask other people what their Enneagram was, and if you don't know what an Enneagram is, I'm really not going to explain it, because I don't have the energy or capacity to explain it right now, but it's, like, a personality thing, and I used to be so obsessed with, like, what people's are, and I still think it's super interesting, but, because I feel like it tells a lot about you, but if you do care about that, I'm an Enneagram 7, which a lot of you could probably guess if you know what it is, but I also, like, am one of those people where I love, I love, 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 like, personality type stuff, like, love languages, I love asking people their love language, so please tell me your love language, because I just think it's so interesting, like, everyone is so different, um, And, like, I always tell people, if I wasn't majoring in broadcasting, like, if this is not what I would be doing, it would definitely be psychology, I feel like. Okay. I think. I love psychology. I think it's so interesting, and I've taken many psychology classes, and I'm just so interested in that type of stuff. But also, I have, like, such a weird obsession with, like, film and photography and videography and stuff, and it's just really fun. I could never do it, but... I'm obsessed with the people that do do it because, like, the fashion is so good. I'm just saying, like, if there is one way to my heart or, like, to me thinking that you're so cool and, like, a legend and stuff, like, just from looking at you, wear street-style clothes. I'm telling you, those people, like, ugh, so good. Like, the style is so good. If that's not your style, hey, your style is still probably pretty good. But, you know, that style always catches my eye, and it's really cool. And I'm trying to dress more street-style. Okay. I can't even talk. I literally cannot talk, so disregard. But um, I've been trying to dress like that more, and I think I'm getting a little better at it. But the thing is, I hate buying clothes because I hate spending money. Um, but yeah, street style. I love it, and that's a little bit odd obsession with me, I guess. But um, yeah, there it is. Okay, so um, I talked a little bit about this on my podcast Instagram. If you don't follow it, um, it's Sit Down Be Humble Pod. And I was asking people, this was probably two weeks into break, and if you go to Western, you know how long the break is. It's like six weeks. And for some people, that is really, really awesome because you love being home. You love, um, you know, being with your family, being with your hometown friends. But for others, it's a really, really hard time because you're used to a routine. You're used to, you know, being with your college friends. You're used to being independent, and you go from being independent to completely dependent. Sorry, I had to go let my cat out. Um, But anywho, you go from being so independent to being dependent. And for me, that was really, really hard because not that my family doesn't give me any, like, 
independence because that's not the fact but it's just weird because you're so used to a routine and I'm someone who likes a routine to a certain point you know I'm not like a oh my gosh I have to have a routine because I'm actually very chaotic and very not routine like but I like having somewhat of a routine where I'm like okay I go I get up I go to class I work out I um you know I do my homework and I get things done before I'm allowed to like tell myself to rest you know that's just how it is when I'm in college but um I was asking people how they felt and if you answered thanks so much there were so many people that answered and the thing is is that literally I would say 85% of the things that people said were almost the exact same. People were talking about how hard it was, how they wish they were back at college, how it was nice for a little bit, but after like a week, they're kind of over it. And that is so normal. So I just want to speak to those people who feel guilty about that, that um, you're not a burden for feeling that way and your feelings are super valid. Um, no one likes to be uncomfortable. And I said this on the Instagram as well. No one likes to be uncomfortable. I mean, we like comfort. We're humans. We want to be comforted. We want to have comfort. We want to feel stability. But if the thing, like, what if the thing that you've been praying for um, only comes when you go in that time of uncomfortability, you know, Um, being back home with your high school friends that maybe don't treat you the best is really, really hard and you don't feel seen or you have FOMO because other people are doing stuff and you're not. But I just want to remind you, and I say this on a lot of my podcasts, but Esther 414 says you were born for such a time as this. So enjoy it. But honestly, I'm moving back this week and it's going to be so weird. It's also going to be a weird adjustment because I always freak out. Not really freak out. That's a little much. Um, I always feel so odd because I always think I'm going to forget something. I mean, let's face it. I literally live in the, my college town, so it's a little different for me. Um, but I I always freak out because I think I'm going to forget something really big. And I'm like, how in the world do I, you know, how in the world do I do college? Like, this is weird. I mean, it feels like I've been on summer break. It's literally a mini summer break, but it's not because I'm not a fan of cold unless it's snowing and it hasn't snowed, but it's supposed to this week. So fingers crossed. Um, but overall break's been great. I love Christmas. I love everything about that. Meeting up with some of my hometown best friends has been really, really great, but I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want to sugarcoat the fact that it's also been super hard because I also crave independence and being on my own and I feel kind of incapable of doing that sometimes when I'm you know not around people who are all doing the same thing as me like my college folks but it's been really good I'm just trying to be honest I want to be vulnerable I want to be real and maybe this will be you know for you because you're feeling the same thing but um it's been super good. And I started off the new year fasting. I always start off the new year fasting, whether it's like a Daniel fast, but me and my mom actually fasted for three days with the, um, the church we go to in Nashville. Shout out to the Belonging Co. people that are listening. I love you. Um, but we fasted for three days and I thought it was going to be like so easy. I was like, it's only three days of not eating. Like it's really not that bad, but y'all I was craving so hard and the things I was craving was like weird. Um, I'm not even like a spicy noodle kind of girl at all because I don't like spicy things, but I kept seeing these things on my For You page on TikTok and it was like the Bulldog, Bulldog, I don't even know how to say it. I think it's like Bulldog Ramen. It's like spicy. And I watched probably a hundred videos because I was like, this is so good and I want it so bad. Um, but you know, couldn't crave in, couldn't get in. 
But um, it was really, really good. You know, the Lord just gave me so much peace in fasting. And I just want to encourage those who feel like they should fast. And this is not for everyone. Again, this is not for everyone. But I've had people come up to me and be like, I want to fast, but I don't want to at the same time. If you're feeling like a longing to do it, I would say just do it because there's never been a time where I fasted and Jesus hasn't spoken to me. So maybe that's for someone um, because it's actually really, really cool. Okay, last thing before we get started with like the actual topic of speaking life, I just want to say this because um, this is for all like WKU students, and if you think it's not for you, I promise you it is. So we're having this thing called Carry the Love. It's going to be super dope, super cool, super rad, super exciting. Um, it's going to be February 5th and 6th, so if you're a WKU student, it's a Monday and Tuesday night. Please don't make plans. It's going to be so cool. It's going to be like a revival type thing, um, and if you guys know Circuit Riders, they're coming down, Greenhouse Worship, whatever, but it's going to be super fun, and you guys just need to not make plans because it's going to be for you. So, Without further ado, we're going to be talking about speaking life. Okay, so I always like to start off, um, if I'm going to start off with a topic talking about, you know, something Jesus related or something like that, I want to refer back to um, the Bible because it is the word of life. So um, this is a verse, it's Proverbs 18:21. A lot of you guys probably know this because it's super popular, but in different reasons. Um, the tongue has the power of life and death and those who will, those who love it will eat its fruit. And that's kind of a confusing thing because it's like, what in the world is this fruit that I'm eating? And I've talked about this before, but it's the fruits of the Spirit. And the most important part of that, in my opinion, is the first part where it says the tongue has the power of life and death. And that is the realest thing ever. And I never realized this until I came to know the Holy Spirit on a personal level. Because other people don't necessarily talk about how much power your tongue has. But if the Lord says your tongue has power of life and death, I'm going to choose to believe that just because we serve a God who we should be fearing of, not fearing in the sense of like, oh my gosh, I'm so scared because he's also a loving God. But like, if he says that we have the power of life and death over our own bodies, then like, I don't know. I just feel like that should be something that's like, oh my gosh, I really want to speak that over myself. But in a practical way, you're asking yourself, how in the world do I speak life over myself? How do I speak life into my situation? How do I speak life into my family's situation, into my friend's situation, or just the world around me? Um, I just want to like share that the things that you talk about really, really do hold power. So um, I really want to speak into like, yourself for a minute and um honestly I'm there's so much that I could say about this but it's also for you to figure out on your own um when it comes to your own personal like discernment about this and stuff um but if you're constantly speaking negative thoughts over yourself and spitting out lies into the world it's not manifesting. It's literally just speaking like word curses over yourself. And sometimes I'll catch myself doing it. And I'm like, Hannah, you just spoke a whole word curse over yourself. And it kind of makes me feel sad because I'm like, I literally just told myself I was going to do bad. And guess what I did? I did bad because I'm speaking that over myself. And um, there are so many ways that we do this and we don't realize we're doing it because it's just so common and natural especially in the society that we live in where it's like oh I'm so mad kill myself guys I know people say it as a joke but please don't say it because it is so it's such a curse over yourself and I don't want you to be 
you know, I'm not going to say you're going to be cursed because that's not right. Um, but I don't want you to feel so negative about yourself that you have to say something like that because Jesus actually calls you loved and he calls you seen and he calls you um, more precious than any jewels that are around you. And I just want to encourage you with um, just knowing how loved you actually are. And once you start speaking that over yourself, before you even believe it, the more you're actually going to start to believe it. And what I mean by that is when you wake up, this is just a small thing you can do. And it might be really weird and uncomfortable. But I also think that like, again, being in an uncomfortable situation actually makes you grow. So what I want you to do, and if you feel like you should be doing this, then maybe do it because I can attest to like, this is only done good for me. So when you wake up, I want you to go in the mirror or maybe just even do it to yourself in your bed. When you wake up, I'm not really sure. Maybe in the middle of the day, do whatever you choose, just whatever makes you comfortable. But, um, I want you to start speaking things over yourself. And some affirmations that I say is like, you are the head and not the tail. You are a daughter of the king. But if you're a boy, obviously you're not a daughter. You're going to say you're a son of the king. Um, You are loved by the ever most high God. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You have a purpose. You carry authority with you. There are so many things that you speak over yourself. And guess what? You do not have to believe this. I started saying words of affirmation over myself um, and just affirmations in general because I was in a very really 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 big big stage of um anxiety and this was in eighth grade so it was a while ago but when I tell y'all I know exactly how serious anxiety feels because I've been through it and it's an awful feeling it's a feeling that you can't really describe to someone who hasn't experienced it and I don't want to make it sound lightly like all you have to do is speak these things over yourself and you're going to start to believe it that's not necessarily true because sometimes you just have to speak these things without believing it. And that's how you're, ha- I mean, that just, that's what faith is. You believe these things and you speak it, but you might not feel it all the time, but that's exactly, you know, that's how loving the Lord works because you trust that he has a plan for you. You trust that he knows you better than you know yourself. And he trusts that he knows what's good for you. And so you're going to sit there and speak these things over yourself because what is so wrong with speaking life over yourself? You know, only good is going to come out of that instead of, you know, I hate myself. I'm so ugly. I'm so, you know, I'm not good enough. Saying those things about yourself, you're going to start believing them. And then when other people say them about you, you're going to be like, you know, that's so right. Or when other people speak life over you, you're not going to believe it because you've been believing these lies that you've been speaking of yourself for the longest time. That's kind of a long ramble and kind of a long rant, but I just really think it's important to talk about and I don't really want to like make it lighter than it is because it really is so powerful. So um, delete the stuff about manifestation that you have because that's also, uh, you know, we're not going to do that. But well, if you do that, that's fine. But you know, I'm I'm not going to do that. Um, So speak life over yourself because it really, really does hold power. And that's the truth. Um, there's another verse that I want to hit on and it's Deuteronomy 31, six. It says being, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified of them for it is the Lord, your God who goes before you. He will never leave nor forsake you. And that just like makes me feel so comforted. And that's a word that I've always been speaking over myself when I'm in a really weird situation or I just, I don't necessarily feel alone. I just feel like I need comfort and Jesus is the comfort. It's also just super comforting to know that he really 
doesn't ever leave us. And we always hear these verses and I'm not trying to be like, oh my gosh, we always do this because guess what? It's hard to believe sometimes. It is so hard to believe you're in a really bad situation and everyone, like it literally feels like your world is like about to end. It feels like you're about to die. It feels like you'd rather die than be in this situation. But I promise you that Jesus has never left nor forsaken you. And it's so comforting to hear. So I'm just saying that maybe someone's going through a really bad situation. Um, I was actually going through this a few days ago. It was it was not a coincidence, but it was the day I stopped my fast. Um, and one of the things I've been fasting for is like finances and financial stuff because that's like the one way Satan knows he can get to me. He knows that he can get me anxious over money. He knows he can get me anxious over scholarships and stuff like that because, you know, it's just, it's a hard thing. And if you understand the struggles of finances, you're going to know exactly what I mean. It's just a really, really bad thing to think about for me. Um, And I was so stressed out and I had a friend send me a voice memo and it said, I just want to let you know that like, God has never left nor forsaken you. And I read that to myself all the time, but having someone else speak that over you is so, so powerful because you're like, oh my gosh, someone else sees this in me. And, you know, they see the Lord through me, not just because, you know, I'm here and I'm struggling and they want to say these kind words to me, but because they know how much power these words hold. They know the power that Jesus has over you. They know that Jesus created you for a reason and for a purpose. So if you haven't heard that from someone else, let this right here be the time where you've heard it. You know, I will let you know that whatever situation you're going through, whether it's finances, friends, school, work situation, God has never left nor forsaken you. He's the provider and he is never going to leave you. He never will. He never has. He never will. So trust in him because he's also really, really cool about that stuff. Um, And I just want to say that we're going to be leaving the negative thoughts and negative words that we've spoken of ourselves in 2023. There are so many things that we're going to be leaving in 2023 because they're just not for us this year. Okay. 2023 is a year of, you know, negative things. We're going to move on to positive things. Second Corinthians 10, five says to hold every thought captive. And again, hard thing to do. No one's perfect. No one's going to have, no one's not going to have bad thoughts. That's just a thing. But you can also pray against those bad thoughts when they come in be like, Lord, I rebuke that in Jesus' name because I am not going to be receiving those thoughts over myself. I'm not going to be receiving those thoughts over the people I love. I'm not going to be saying these word curses over, you know, my family members, my friends, my work, my job, my school, my relationships. I'm not going to be saying these curses over myself or thinking these things because also we have to hold every thought captive, which is also really hard. I'm not going to lie. So um, holding every thought captive is super strange. It's like a strange thing to think about. And I'm not going to lie. It makes me feel really guilty sometimes. Cause I'm like, maybe I can, I'm like, I can think these things and no one's going to have any idea that I'm thinking them because you know, they don't have to know. They don't, they can't read my mind. And you know, if that was a superpower, I'm sure a lot of people would choose that. I personally would never choose that because I don't really know if I want to be hearing what everyone's thinking. Um, personally, just because that would kind of scare me a little bit. But I'd probably choose to have, like, maybe flying or something. I think about this all the time. It'd either be flying or invisibility. Because the thing about me, and I'm... Actually, I'm not sorry about getting off topic because I love talking about stuff like this. Um, If you know me really well, you know that, like, 
hide and seek is like one of my favorite games in the entire world and it's so weird because if I ever have someone come over to my house I'm like come find me I am not going to be opening the door for you you need to come in and come find me okay sometimes I will but most of the time I'll be hiding and so like invisibility would be so cool because I could just scare them all the time but I also hate being scared I hate being scared but I like scaring maybe a little bad but um as I was saying it kind of makes me feel guilty sometimes hearing these things and be like you have to take every thought captive because people don't talk about the thoughts that you have because if it's embarrassing and you don't want to tell people you're not going to tell people but the Lord knows what you're thinking and also I mean again it's not talked about but like your thoughts also have power over you and if you're struggling with something in your mind is being like you know what you were struggling for a reason you were struggling because you're actually not good at this and you were struggling because you suck at this and you're not going to make it anywhere in life because everyone hates you and you know you're just really worth worthless and that's who you are um guilty also guilty of thinking those things and i know Probably every single person listening is also guilty about saying these lies over yourself and not even saying them, thinking them over yourself. But I just want to say that the more you do this and the more common you make this, the more you're going to start to believe these lies about yourself. And it's just not true because I also want to speak life over you because Jesus actually says that you are loved and he doesn't want you to live life in fear. And I see this and it's kind of a cliche thing to say, but it's not at all because it's so crazy and it gives me peace. Um... There's one phrase that is mentioned in the Bible 365 times. And you guys all, if you don't know, it's going to be really cool to hear. Um, But if you do know, it's do not be afraid. It is mentioned 365 times in the Bible. And what does 365 mean? I mean, what is that? What is that referencing to? The days of the year. Okay, except for leap year, which this year we do have a leap year. Happy birthday, Jason, which is my dad. And... Esther, my little niece. It's kind of weird. I have three people in my family. My great-grandma, she died, but um, they all have leap year birthdays. I think it's it's like so crazy because like what in the world? But um, anywho, I kind of forgot what I was saying. 365 days minus leap year, whatever. Jesus is saying, do not be afraid. You know what? He sees the situation that you're in and you may think that it's small. You may think that like no one else sees it. You may think that no one else cares for it. But does it really matter when the God of the universe, the creator of everything, sees you and sees your situation and is saying, you know what, don't be afraid because my way is better. My way is bigger. My way is stronger because that's who I am. I'm the God of all. And you know what? He has the final say. You could be attacked by all these demonic spirits and, you know, I rebuke those. But again, Jesus has the final say. You know, he sees the little things. He sees the way you've been treated. He sees the tears that you cry at night when you're trying to be alone and you don't think anyone's watching you. Um, Jesus cares. Jesus sees those those tears and those sad um, thoughts about yourself and those sad just situations in general where you feel alone and he bottles up your tears and comforts you. He wants to be your comfort. He wants to be there for you when you're thinking these negative thoughts and you're speaking these negative thoughts. But also I have to work on this myself sometimes. When you speak badly of yourself, you speak word curses over yourself, you're opening a door to things that should, that could be let in that probably shouldn't. So just think about that next time you try saying these things over yourself because it's opening doors to anxiety and depression and all these things, you know, that you don't want to feel, maybe 
being scared, being fearful, um, you know, you don't want that necessarily. And if you do, I mean, go you. But personally, I don't really want to feel those things. I want to feel supernatural peace. I want to feel supernatural guidance. I want to feel, you know, all these things. And the only way you can do that is by speaking life of yourself and sharing the truth over you, over your family, over your situation, over your work, job, school, relationships, marriage, whatever you're going through, speak life over it, whether you believe it or not. Because the truth is, is that Jesus already knows and he calls you these things. So whether you believe it or not, speak it of yourself. That's just the cool thing about it. Um, so yeah. Also, I never talked about my word of the year. If you guys watched that little mini Instagram reel I made or whatever, um, you guys know what it is. Also, 2024 for me, I just really want it to be like an influencer, okay? Not actually influencer because, you know, the Lord knows I'm not going to have that, you know, that little platform there. But I just think it's fun. I'm like, wow, this is so influencer. But I'm not. Don't don't see me like that. Um, but my word of the year, and I found this out right before I fasted because I was like, you know, God, what in the world... Am I, is my word going to be that I'm going to be able to relate back to and, um, you know, be like, well, this is what I'm striving for because you told me to. And this could be for someone else, but my word this year is authentic. And I never really thought about this word being like a word of the year, which is kind of cliche thing to say, you know, whatevs. Um, but the definition of, the definition of authentic is of undisputed origin and genuine. I just pray that this year, not only for me, but for you, is going to be a year of authentic friendships, authentic relationships, authentic workspaces, school spaces, um, family, you know, like whatever you're going to be around, it's going to be authentic. It's going to be genuine because I just really feel like the Lord's going to stir in a lot of our hearts this year and um, really speak to us about things that we probably haven't even seen in our lives. Um, maybe things we've been putting off, he's going to be speaking, maybe friendships where you're a little bit fearful and anxious to go and make other friends. Jesus is going to, you know, speak the word genuine over you because I just really want this year to be a year of genuineness. And there's already so much going on. Like, oh, it's just been so fun. Like all this Gypsy Rose stuff, y'all, I don't know if this is just me, but it's been all over my free page. And let me tell you, laughing so hard. It is so funny. All this stuff. I'm sure you guys have already seen all the stuff about it because it's pretty funny. Um, but this year is going to be a year of life. It's going to be a year of authentic and genuine friendships, genuine relationships. Um, again, if you guys are single and you feel really sad about that, go listen to my last podcast. It's the one about being single. One of my favorite ones ever, 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 because that's some things that I wish other people would tell me and, you know, just letting me know that I'm not alone. So if you're feeling maybe specifically lonely because of being single, go listen to that because you're also not alone in that situation. And it can be really sad sometimes because you want to feel these things, but I'm not going to go super deep into that because that's also in a whole nother podcast episode. And who knows? Maybe I'll make another one. Um, super fun. But this podcast has been super short because my computer, as I said, is on 6%. Y'all, I'm telling you, this computer is probably on its last life and I'm so sad. Um, but just know how loved you are. Know that you have power. You have authority. Um, God is your provider. He never has left you. He never will leave you. And this year's just going to be so fun. Okay. So, so, so fun. If you want to talk to me, please talk to me. Instagram, DM me, text me. 
um, snap me, but I probably won't answer fast on snap because I actually don't like it very much and I don't get notifications. Um, also, that's another thing. When is everyone going to be deleting Snapchat? Like, are we just going to have it when we're married and like old or like, how's that going to work? I don't know. I ask myself that all the time. Who knows? But, um, reach out to me. My Instagram is Hannah Liz Humble and my podcast Instagram is Sit Down Be Humble Pod. I love you. I love life. I hope you love life. Um, speak life of yourself. Ha ha ha. Love you so much. I'll see you guys next time.